Welcome to Crushcast. I'm Aaron. I'm Blair. I'm Vivian. We're having quite the afternoon. <laughs> we uh we we got to Viv's um maybe like two hours ago. <laughs> it <laughs> feels it feels like two hours ago. I, I bet know. it's been like thirty minutes. Yeah. I think it actually has been two hours. Oh, okay. It's been a whirlwind. Yeah. Um, look at the time. We uh we decided to do a little. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I told you. We got here at twelve thirty, and it's two thirty. And we've lost our minds. <laughs> um, we Literally. Got, we came into Viv's and we were planning a photo shoot. <laughs> and um, it just so happened. What Luckily, um, intern Nick was around. was around to take pictures of us. And we had like an 80s montage <laughs> of like photo shoots and like different. Yeah. Uh, if our poses. lives were movies. We kept coming out of doors and bigger and bigger hats. Mm-hmm. You know, classic. It was very funny. It was really. Plus, you guys had just been slamming mango. Oh, yeah. I've been chewing. I've been swallowing. And then I think you eventually dropped the container and couldn't pick it up <laughs> and gave up. Now it's like under the couch. <laughs> it's there. You, it's just ba- the you just kept batting at it floor. like a cat. You were just yeah. like, eh, eh. Today's one of those days where I like lost all... Motor function? Yeah. I'd, and brain function, really. I'm sorry if I don't really finish my sentences today. This might be the goof cast. <laughs> yeah. I'm feeling loopy You acted today. like a real goof? I'm feeling loopy today. Yeah, your own yeah. boyfriend is like, who are you right now? <laughs> yeah. Why are you Before acting he like left, this? He's like, I've never seen her like this. <laughs> drunk? <laughs> I'm drunk on life. Adam, I mean, yeah, I just, I'm a different person when I'm around other people, you know? Yeah. I become serious. FM. <laughs> No, it's cool. I'm I'm real. This is this is real vid. <laughs> I'm real. <laughs> I'm real, guys. Um, we have some uh, photos or videos up on our Crushcast memories. Well, by the time this comes up, it'll be gone. No, I I oh saved the them. memories you mean? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. saved them to the highlights. Oh, nice. Because oh, we will shit. never forget. <laughs> Wait, the ones of me like being drunk? Yeah. Oh, cool. <laughs> More like low. Lights. Never forget. <laughs> no, we had fun. I'm definitely a highlight, bro. Honestly, you're high. Light. This afternoon, you know, in those like. Your life flashes before your eyes before you die, and there's like. Did you almost die? No, but like there's like. <laughs> I think I did. <laughs> yeah, there's like a Kelly Clarkson, or like in a movie, like someone's like, they're the <laughs> Kelly Clarkson. What? There's like um, moments From flash Justin before. Kelly. Okay, you know, like in a. <laughs> you know, like in like a rom com where yes. like the couple breaks up and then like someone is like sitting and thinking about all the memories that they've had yes. with people. Oh my life. Yeah. I pray for someone like you. And I feel like this afternoon is like flashes of memories of like really happy times. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like if we ever stop being friends. Oh this is yeah. What like we'll if this was on. a movie and like, you know, it's like <clears throat> the characters now like out of college and like dying of a drug overdose. And as they're dying of a drug overdose, flashback to like us like laughing on the floor. Today. Literally like, just, just this like, afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> remember, <laughs> remember when we were young and innocent, just like laughing, yeah. lying on the, the floor. This is the last time we ever laughed together as a group. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. This is the last time I was happy. <laughs> <laughs> Tomorrow it's just all downhill. Oh no, this yeah. is years from now. This is like decades from now. <laughs> Someone's dying. Oh, okay. I'm flashing back to this day for no particular reason. <laughs> just because it's a day where just, you know, have a Vaseline filter of just vaguely like, like laughing and having fun, you know. It wasn't vague laughing. It no, was but I mean, you know, how, you know how memories of yeah. of those good, better times are yeah. always like slow motion of people just laughing. You're like, wait, at what? What were you doing? Yeah. And yeah, it would be flashback to Vivian lying on the floor laughing. <laughs> I actually nothing. nothing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> literally, when I was like young, when I was like 19 or 20, uh, there is this moment that I had with my boyfriend at the time, and he wasn't even like oh. a good boyfriend or anything. Wow, but called is, out. Well, whatever. Oof, harsh. Um, but, but there Scene. is. There's a moment where like, 
<laughs> yeah, never mind. <laughs> no, what was it? What was it? What was it? No, it was not even a good moment, but like I remember like we both started playing a game where we were like purposely trying to kick off like the light switch with our feet. Mm-hmm. So we were just like whipping our oh, feet. Oh, kicking with your feet. Yeah. Okay. Stop. <laughs> Stop what? <laughs> but like we were just like laughing and crying and yeah. whatever. And then he was like, this is going to be what we remember. <laughs> well, hey, you remember it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Kicking so. the light with our feet. Yeah. It was oh. fun. Romantic. Yeah. And he was, oh, and at this time there was like this Ashley Simpson song out. I can't remember what it was, but he was like, that will be what was playing in our memories. Was it like the shadows of me or whatever it was? Um. Oh, no, the pieces of me. I don't think it was pieces of me. I think it was autobiography. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great memory blur. You literally remembered it I to remember this it day. like 12 years later. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So, you know. Quality shit right there. Yeah. Well, speaking of us laughing our buns butts off, off. Butts. Our butts off. Yeah. Don't, sen- don't censor yourself. Yeah. This is, speaking this of is our pod. We could do we, whatever we, we want. We already checked off the explicit tag. So. Speaking of laughing our derriers <laughs> off, <laughs> today's topic is going to be comedy crushes. So I feel like this is like a well that will just give so much to us, you know? Yeah, like, probably. Because, I mean... It's an infinite well to quench your infinite thirst. Yeah, exactly. Because even as a kid, like, Viv and I... I probably you too, Aaron. No, not Aaron. Not Aaron? <laughs> no. He only likes... I'm babes. excluded from this episode. I'm just here for the intro, <laughs> and then I have to leave. He, yeah. says, he says bye get soon. Bye? I, you, I don't even get to say bye. He's like, he says bye. And that's, I'm just edited out of the rest of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, Aaron you're went, out, man. Aaron went know? back to his home planet. <laughs> Um, but yeah, when Viv and I were younger, uh, I mean, we, we didn't know each other. But <laughs> <laughs> I love this rapport we yeah, had. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, uh, guys, lives. I was young too. <laughs> no, you were I've had a life. <laughs> you were born this way. <laughs> you well, were literally yeah. born an old man. <laughs> yeah. That's rude. Aaron you've been, been aging backwards. Told, <laughs> just because I told you I didn't like to climb too high in a tree because it was dangerous. <laughs> Aaron told me that like when he first started school, he wouldn't let his mom walk him to the bus oh, stop. Oh, He was like, I can handle this. Yeah, I'm independent. <laughs> my first day of school, my mom was like, do you want me to walk you to the bus? And I was like, no. And then my mom, my mom tells that story because she's sad about it. And she's, like, Ugh. she's like annoyed. She's like, I wanted to walk you to the bus. It was your first day. And you're like, no, I can do it. And I was like, how is this story about you? How is this the story of my you're first like, day? It was my first day. Yeah. She's like, but I was supposed to walk you. Yeah, but well, you wouldn't let me walk you. I mean. I had to watch from the window. You didn't get to ha- have her be a part of your like landmark moment that's like a big moment for moms too though it's huge. Well, I didn't, i'm sorry i wasn't didn't know that at four this is why you were like benjamin buttoning this yeah you're like an old I'm man yeah yeah you are getting younger you're like yeah i can walk all across <laughs> the street by myself i was like concern it ma'am <laughs> in my day you never did this before <laughs> I, don't I could pay for my own damn gold yeah i don't know anyway <laughs> Why are you telling my stories? Listen, er, earlier this week, our friend, oh my God. Oh my, you just going to tell someone else's story now? Yeah. No, because like um, my, our friend Laura, I think, she, I don't know what she was doing, but she asked. Called out by name. She asked what Aaron likes and what what makes Aaron like cry and emo- be oh, emotional. No, we're, we're not telling this. 
I'm not going to say what it is, but I had like mm. a list of things that make Aaron cry and be emotional. <laughs> and he had nothing. Oh, well, he did. He wasn't replying. So I was like, here's a list. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a very classic bu- you, though. None <laughs> of your business. I feel like you know so much about everything. Yeah, I'm just else. like, here you go. You, you log it all away for you have future like, use yeah, for good or ill. At home, you have like a room just full of like documents of just like everything. Yeah, it's pictures on walls tracked. with red, red yarn leading around. Every single friend of yours, every single person in your life you have like a Likes, folder dislike <laughs> things that make them cry well honestly like um like there'll be times i'll be hanging out with friends and they'll be like oh i really like like this color and then i'll put it in my memory and then like four years later i'll be like here's a present that has this color and they'll be like i love it and i'll be like yes that's <laughs> i mean what I want. it's I amazing because you're you have a good attention to detail that yeah. i'll definitely give you credit for thank you so today we're going to be talking about comedy crushes and i feel like this topic is going to be pretty intense for Viv and I. It's going to be a riot. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> imagine like, imagine this be the most boring episode <laughs> of the all, even though it's a being about comedy <laughs> and like it's not funny at all. Yeah. <laughs> Prepare for serious like details. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Discussions of like their trauma that makes them so funny. <laughs> Jesus. But yeah, I feel like this will be kind of an interesting topic because Vivian and I I feel like we base our crushes mostly on sense of humor. Definitely. For the most yeah. part. Because, I mean. Sense of humor is pretty big for me. Yeah. Like, That's even as. the main, probably the biggest one. Yeah. Like, even as a kid, I mean, I'm about to. This isn't one of my crushes, and I sort of regret this crush. But <laughs> when I was a kid, I used to love watching Polly Shore movies. Because <laughs> as a kid, in my kid brain, I was like, this guy's funny. Because mm-hmm. he's, like, such a ridiculous, like cheese pizza like sort of dude so over the top yeah (laughs) um so i just like would get crushes on those types of people those like zany like weirdos and like as i grew up i kind of like like developed my own style of humor and i feel like that kind of um was helped along by different crushes that i've had like both male and female on comedians Mm -hmm. i feel like comedy is like a really big important part of all of our lives Mm -hmm. i mean for the most part, I think this podcast is pretty f- funny. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, we're not funny. Question mark? Uh, wait, this was supposed to be serious? <laughs> Stop being funny. <laughs> no one wants to listen to something that's funny. Yeah. yeah, that's true. It's true. Yeah. But um, yeah, I definitely think that like, yeah, it's it's a huge part of who we are in general. Yeah. So, of course, a lot of our crushes just tend to veer towards comedy yeah in general yeah so i feel like we're gonna kind of all give examples and possibly uh you know maybe judge each other <laughs> we'll see hey no judging no this is a safe space yeah ain't no judgment this, okay. this podcast all right it's a safe space for crushes and weird attractions and stuff that's very true you know yeah what is your what are what are your um what was your development with crushes what do you mean? Comedy crushes? Like, did you ever, like, when you were f- when you were little, were you just like, I like this cartoon that's, like, really pretty, and then, like, you developed um, into, like... I don't think I ever had a crush on a cartoon. Um, I think we talked about this a bit in another episode, but I, uh, I didn't have a lot of crushes on um, characters or celebrities. It was mostly real people in my life, and it was usually people... Um, there's a few uh, that were like my age but it was often like someone older or something I would have like a crush on a teacher or something like that um, th- they never lasted very long though I don't know but yeah I think uh, comedy is a big one like I've had a crush on a lot of uh, comedians or, or 
like of of the celebrity crushes I've had, which is not like a ton, ton. Um, that's usually like comedians or 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 people who are in a comedy or funny or something like that. But, yeah. But did it like did that start for you like at a certain age? Like, did all of a sudden like <sighs> at one point you were like, oh, like this person in this movie or this show is really funny. No, I can't really decipher it down to like this is when I started crushing on this type of person because I never really thought about it really. I would just have crushes on people. And, yeah. And especially when you're a teenager, I think it's all over the place. Like I, I don't think, I don't think when I was a teen, like certainly there was people I had crushes on as a teenager because they were funny, but there was also people who weren't, I shouldn't say weren't funny, but like that's not why I had a crush on them. Yeah. Because when you're a teenager and your hormones are raging, you'll just crush on whoever for whatever reason. You know? The moment they look at you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just I was like, like wait Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> um, or just because they see, I mean, you're a teenager, especially when they seem like cool, you know, whatever that means yeah. Yeah. to your mind at the time, you know. That kind of reminds um, me of that moment in um, that Bob's Burgers episode where Tina is in detention and mm-hmm. she notices a boy in her class like glance at her for a longer amount of time. Mm-hmm. And then her in her head, she just like develops this relationship <laughs> with this boy. Mm-hmm. Cause she's like, I never thought that he noticed me before, but maybe he's been pining about me this whole time. And yeah. then like just builds and builds. And I feel like that's like kind of what being a preteen or teenager is like, where you're just like, what was this interaction? Yeah. Oh, I've definitely had that even in recent years. Really? Like that I don't person know. glanced at me. Yeah. <laughs> this has a whole backstory. No, this person literally just talked to me for like ten minutes, and maybe they actually. Yeah, like that's me. true. Mm-hmm. You know, like I mean, I think it's silly, but like it, it can just start as easily as that. Yeah, for sure. It's kind of like daydreaming, where like something sets it off, and then you're like, wait a minute. Like, yeah. Maybe this is happening. We are just all Tina Belchers. Yeah, that's all true. The time. We are. <laughs> true. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and like, I'm not, um, I'm not going to name names or anything, but, and I might be, I might be off base, but I feel like maybe do you find that you have more comedy crushes now that like, oh yeah, we're more into like the improv community and like the comedy. Yeah. The more, cause now we follow comedy more. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's who I'm seeing more of you know yeah, for yeah sure. and now we have and now we have podcasts so you can hear people like as themselves like yeah. you, get, you get a better sense of who they are as a person even if even if they're on an improv thing they're playing a character you still get a better sense of who they are as a person than you know if they're on like an episode of friends or something you know yeah that's true um I find podcasts like a goldmine when you have a crush on somebody <laughs> and then like, especially if they've been on a, a Cause a your whole goal is to get as much information <laughs> yeah, on them exactly. as possible like as we've discussed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like you can just like hear so much about their life and hear them like talk mm-hmm. about topics that like you would never hear a normal celeb talk about mm-hmm. and you just have like hours and hours of material <laughs> to be like, Ooh. watch out people. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Am, am, am I wrong? Am I wrong? No, it's not wrong at all. It's just really funny to actually think the, about when it. When you lay it out like that, it's Yeah, it's weird. like, oh God, like with having Vess on that one time and mm-hmm. she was talking about how she would just like find out where they work. Like we yeah. literally listen to them at work. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> we listen to them divulge every part of their life. Yeah. Well, like knowingly, like, a, like they know what they're saying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Listening to someone on a podcast is very intimate because they're they're speaking like there's not many people around, right? They're they're talking to like two other people. Yeah, in a, you know, semi private space, and you and we've we've already experienced this now having recorded one or two. Was like, you know, it's weird because it doesn't. It you feel like you share a lot more because it feels private in the moment. I'm just talking to you two. Yeah, yeah. And totally. You, and you know in your mind that it's being recorded and and put out there for everyone to listen to but it's hard to wrap your brain around oh that. exactly yeah for like, it's sure. not till later when people are listening to it they're like oh right like 
people are hearing this and like hey you're preaching to the cr- uh, choir because like i've yeah. revealed things that probably shouldn't have <laughs> <laughs> now that i know certain people are listening <laughs> but dun, oh well dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. that's what happens yeah life yeah <laughs> but they'll, uh, know you, they'll know you better that's true like i feel like this is kind of the real me yeah. In some ways. Also, I mean, we're choosing to do this. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. It's not like no one's holding a gun to your forcing head. Shut us up. to do this. <laughs> Don't acknowledge the gun. I'm blinking in Morse code. <laughs> in a podcast? Good luck. Yeah, I'm not the smartest. I think in general, also, the types of people who uh, decide to do something like this are way more willing to share. Like, yeah. I feel like we are kind of oversharers in general anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. like, why not? Just For sure. Take it to the next level. Yeah. But... It definitely makes it easier to have crushes on people who are on podcasts. Oh, for definitely. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Because you can hear them. So much content. Yeah. So much content. <laughs> um, but for so me. So much data to mine. <laughs> uh, every uh, comedian I'm bringing to the table today, um, they're just like actors. No no podcast people? No podcast Me neither. People. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel a little bit vulnerable sharing my podcast crushes right now. <laughs> Too real. They're still secret. Yeah, they're secret. But like later on, maybe like episode six. <laughs> we'll get into that. <laughs> give me one more week. Yeah, just give yeah. me one more week and yeah. I'll feel better about it. Yeah. <laughs> Follow up up. Yeah, exactly. All right. Here's who I want to fuck. <laughs> yeah. Here's the list. Well, even... um we One, po- Polly Shore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Two... Uh, maybe po- does Polly Shore have a podcast? Maybe he does. He was actually a guest on Hollywood Handbook, and it was absolutely the most awful episode <laughs> yeah. I've ever heard. Yeah, because he's like a million years old now. Well, also well, like other old people are on and good. Yeah. He just didn't get it. Yeah, yeah. I'm so sure. Hollywood Handbook is kind of hard to explain, but it's sort of like um, a satirical take on like the Hollywood douchebag. And yeah. um, a lot of times people don't get that Sean and Hayes, the hosts, are playing characters. Because yeah. they're too good at it. Yeah, they're <laughs> very, very good at it. that's why I think it's a really good podcast and I really appreciate it, but I can't listen to it because they're just very accurately playing douchebags. Yeah, bags. especially like, in the earlier episodes. I can't episodes. listen to douchebags all day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but but they had uh, Polly Shore on and he did not understand that they weren't playing characters. And yeah. he actually like was broing around with them because that's his actual personality. Oh my <laughs> God, he is a Hollywood douchebag. Like, He's a douche Hollywood douchebag for oh, sure. Allegedly. Oh, shit. That's for legal reasons, let's say. Okay. Yeah. He's allegedly Sorry. a Hollywood douchebag. <laughs> he allegedly didn't get the joke and acted like an idiot. <laughs> Um, uh, but yeah, so that, I mean, our, that crush was already dead, but it yeah. was even more dead now. Cause yeah. like sometimes you see people that you haven't seen in a while yeah. and you're like, oh yeah, that guy, like Brendan Fraser, who seems like yeah. a lovely person. Oh, he seems yeah, really he seems fucking great. cool. Yeah. There's a great article about him. Um, what, yeah. was it like a year ago? Where he, all the photos of him on his ranch. Yeah. 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 So if, if you're, so if you liked uh, Brendan Fraser at all, look that up. Yeah. It's very interesting about him, like getting back into acting. Like he kind of took a long break took cause he'd break, like yeah. destroyed his body making mummy movies. Yeah. <laughs> and then he seems like a really nice guy. He seems like a chill dude. But that's the kind of guy where like as a kid you would be like oh this guy's like so funny and awesome and then maybe you'd like forget about him for a bit because he hasn't been in the public eye but then you'll remember him and then you like realize that he's like actually like a cool dude yeah Polly Shore is the opposite of that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, um, and who who was it you said? Because you never know with people, right? And uh, who was it you said was on and was like really good on Hollywood Handbook? Wasn't it like Sinbad or something? Sinbad. And I actually, uh, not to spoil anything, but Sinbad's actually on my list. Ooh, so, crush. Ooh. So, uh, Ever since Jingle All the Way. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we're going to uh, take a break and we'll come back and we'll delve deeper into our crush fandom. I like to delve deeper yes. into crush fandom. Thank you. 
We're back. Hi. Hi. We're back. Hi. 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 We're back. Hi. Hi. We're back. (laughs) (laughs) People hate this. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, we're going to get into uh, comedy crushes. Yeah. So uh, I have three. How many do you guys have? I I brought two to the table. Okay. So I I prepared for with, with two. Okay. Yeah, I have two or three. Mine I are all pretty. I don't have a lot to say about them, so yeah, I could say other ones if you want, but whatever. Ooh, secret ones. Oh my god, I have so many. I have oh so my god, many how many? Crushes. How many do you have? I have like a thousand crushes. Oh my Honestly, <laughs> in high school, they're all active right now. <laughs> what do you mean? Active? <laughs> like serial like killers? Seri- <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I thought. Like, oh, uh, what? No, I mean, like in my brain, they're all oh, constantly. Okay. <laughs> Oh I'm God. actively <laughs> having these crushes. Oh, okay. <laughs> Is there just like a thousand person orgy going on in your brain at all times? Yeah. Ooh. Oh my God. Oh my God. Imagine that's how it worked. Like literally. How what worked? <laughs> uh, what? My brain. Oh. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm reasonably sure. Those like, are like, next time I wank. <laughs> all those like worms. In, like You know how your brain looks like worms? <laughs> yeah, that's Next right. time I wank. <laughs> I was like, why'd you say worms? I was like, why did you say wink so funny? <laughs> and then I clued in. <laughs> Who says wink? I do. Um, watching too much British stuff. <laughs> wank off, yeah. <laughs> Next time I, I'm having a wank. Next time I'm having a wank. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're all in my brain having an orgy at the same time. All thousand oh of them. That's goodness. cool. Yeah, that's how that's my brain chill. works. That's chill. <laughs> Imagine, like, that would be really like intense if just, <laughs> a thousand person orgy. That's yeah. all you're thinking about. Constantly, <laughs> like <laughs> all Wait, the so, time. Wait, so like, how would you 24/7. So like everyone like is like orgying in your head, <laughs> but then like your thoughts would be formed. How? <laughs> they have, have to, a separate they have compartment. Yeah. You know what? It's like I have like a room in my brain. Yeah. Where I can just like open the door, and then <laughs> there's like a thousand people orgy, um, and then I can close the door, and uh, I can walk yeah. down the hall and open the other. Right, doors. the orgy room. This is like really awful, but that just reminded me of that movie Room, where the kid like says goodbye to like every <laughs> object in the room, but you're like. Bye, ba- bye, David Tennant. <laughs> bye, Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> like, um, bye, others. <laughs> bye, 998 others. I Stay wonder, safe. I wonder if I do have a thousand. <laughs> no, I don't think I no, have that That would many. be a lot. That would be a lot. But maybe over the course of my oh, yeah. whole life, I think my 30 years so. on this planet, I'm pro- I probably could have close to maybe a thousand. I bet my numbers are pretty up there too. I don't know. Maybe p- mine are probably in the hundreds. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think I've had uh, one crush. Ten, t- ten total crushes <laughs> in my life. You lowballed me. I was don't don't steal my don't step on my joke. <laughs> Sorry. Ugh. Go back to your orgy room. <laughs> I'm already there. Ah! <laughs> Put your pants back. Whenever on. I'm not talking, that's where I am, guys. Oh. From uh, now on, think of it that way. I will. I already did. Kind of. In my Please mind. Stop doing that with your eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> They're in going wild. Them caterpillars are going crazy. In my mind, it's Vivian thinking about my crushes having an origin in her head. <laughs> oh, that's rude. Somehow. <laughs> oh, wow. That's somehow like, can, I don't well, like that. Somehow. Because those are the only crushes you can envision right now, right? Like you can't really see mine. I can see you yours. Can't. <laughs> I can see <laughs> deep <laughs> into your Yeah, we can't crush. see into your brain. That's true. No, that, that's how friendship works. Once oh, yeah. you, once your you friends have another one? see into each other's crush brain. 
yeah orgy brain i love um i mean i guess this is what the podcast is about but i kind of love when your friends have a crush and then you see them interacting with the crush and you're just like ooh. <laughs> yeah but that's horrible for the friend yeah. You like look over and your friends are like, I'm like oh my God, I'm trying to be chill. And you're know, like making this so like, much worse. That's like one of those like embarrassing parts of life that you kind of love anyway, where you're just like, oh my God, this is like so embarrassing. But it's also like these people love me. <laughs> these people. Wait, the friends your love friends, you? Yeah. Okay. The friends these who are trying to ruin <laughs> your talking to the crush. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, <laughs> I I'm love not, it. not great. Where's the only one who likes that? I love it when people try to embarrass me. <laughs> Honestly, I don't mind it. Do you actually? Sometimes I'm like, this would be a good story later. But yeah, you, I get that you, sometimes. You but do get kind of know. like that, though. Yeah. Like, you love telling embarrassing stories about yourself. So yeah. why not create your own? I feel that way in the moment. I definitely, like, hi- I get the hindsight. I get to the hindsight part very quickly. Mm-hmm. But in the moment, I'm like, stop doing this. Why <laughs> are you doing this? This might also be because, like, one of my best friends in the whole world loves That's to true. embarrass me. Like, she will, if I'm near a guy that I had a crush on, like, a year ago, she will come up to them and be like, you know, Blair liked you. Or, like, just, yeah. like, purposely She'll do broadcast it. it on MSN that yeah. you're making out with someone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's, like, hey, not malicious, everyone. but she's kind of just like, let's see what happens here. And now I've, like, now yeah, it's, like, Yeah, she's Stock- a real agent of chaos. Yeah, I love her. But it's, like, it might be, like, <laughs> Stockholm Syndrome where I'm just like, yeah, this is great. <laughs> yeah, she's broken you. <laughs> yeah, we've broken each other, though. True. We've broken each other in. You it's know, equal. Um, it's mutual. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so for my comedy crushes, I, I don't have to go first or anything, but my, f- the first one on my list is one that I had when I was very little. I feel like it might even be like my first ever crush oh, no on way. a celebrity. Yeah. What yeah. is it? So I, when I was growing up, I would watch a lot of like TBS and, um, another TV station where they would play a lot of like older TV shows from like the sixties and seventies. So I'd watch a lot of like all in the family and mash, but I remember loving three's company. Oh my God. So Jack? I, yeah, I had a huge <laughs> crush on John Ritter. Oh, I thought you were going to say the landlord. <laughs> no, not the landlord. Because he's still... Don, Don Rickles or... Yeah, Don Rickles. Or the other the other old man. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think it is Don Rickles. It, it might be. He was like in the early seasons and then they got another guy. Oh. Um, or vice versa. But um, yeah, I just grew up and I just loved his like physical comedy. Yeah, he mm-hmm. was great. Yeah, especially as like a kid where like, you know, humor is like so strange to you as a kid so like even like physical humor like someone like knocking over something or like mm-hmm. you like jokingly flirting with someone it just like it made me so happy just to see that yeah and like i mean that show is probably very problematic now because like the whole plot line of the show is basically uh these two women need a third roommate and they find this guy to move in with them but he has to pretend that he's gay in order for the landlord to feel comfortable cuz he didn't want mm. a, single, a man yeah. living with two women a man yeah. living with two single women cuz he thought they would just be like having three ways all the time or whatever <laughs> um so like every time that the landlord would come in like John Ritter would go into like probably an offensive like yeah like t- stereotype so. gay stereotype yeah. yeah yeah i mean it's been a while since i watched it it's a very old show though yeah, yeah it is very old but yeah, um, John Ritter, like even growing up, the movies that he was in, just like his like cha- chaotic, like embarrassing, like body movements and stuff just like really, really made me happy. He was also so charming. Like, yeah, yeah, he, he, he really, always really played like a person that seemed 
like to have like the best intentions at heart yeah, yeah. exactly like very real in a weird way yeah and like the way that he would like deadpan to the camera where like he would be <laughs> uncomfortable but he would be trying to hide that he's uncomfortable and he'd make like a like sort of face <laughs> i just rem- i just see that so clearly and uh it's almost like the original jim helper yeah exactly like, yeah and I, I was reading articles that, that he kind of like paved the way for that kind of physical 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 comedy. I mean, I know that like in on the TV. early on, on TV, TV yeah. yeah, exactly, because you know, like yeah. singing in the rain and stuff like that were very physical. Yeah, I, I love physical comedy because when I was a kid, my dad was into like comedies from when he was younger, so he would show me like Abbott and Costello yeah. and, and and all that kind of old stuff, which is all like very that uh, that kind of comedy actually ages really well because yeah. physical comedy isn't really punching down at anyone it's yeah, just someone definitely. like knocking over stuff and getting stuck in things and yeah um yeah so it, it, yeah physical comedy is great I, I love physical comedy there's not enough of it in movies now movies really transition to that sort of apatow version which is fine like i like it also but it's just like buddies sitting around talking at each other yeah you know which i think is that's also, also good but you need i feel like you should you should have all of it like you sh- there should be movies that are more physical too. yeah and i think that's why in a weird way all of like the three of us love improv so much because oh, that's true it does comprise a lot of physical comedy because yes. it yeah. can be so over the top oh that's a really good point yeah, yeah. like I, I know i was just thinking about it i was like i yeah. feel like that is a, a big part of why yeah because like, it definitely has the same so kind of it. manic energy yeah. as like old old physical comedy stuff where people are like falling over chairs and even like uh kramer in, in seinfeld is a lot of that where it's like the show's pretty muted but uh, kramer's always like knocking stuff over and like can't sit down right without like falling over yeah and yeah and even like you brought up singing in the rain like yeah. that was one yeah. of my favorite movies as a kid yeah and i remember like my crush in that movie was like gene kelly's best friend oh okay donald o'connor who yeah. like literally was supposed to be like the comedic humor like he was like the comedic side piece or whatever yeah. in the movie side piece. <laughs> whatever <laughs> my side piece <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes but like he actually had like a whole like bit in the movie that was like a song that was like make him laugh oh yeah and like he literally is just like trying to be as over the top and like physical with like every single like thing that he does with yeah. that whole like That's routine an amazing and scene. that to me was like so iconic and like yeah. literally made me like cry laughing as a kid yeah and like i remember like that was like i was like yeah he's the best one for sure yeah in this movie. <laughs> like, yeah it's something about like it's like sort of like a missing art form where like people can use their body as like an instrument for mm-hmm. that sort of comedy but it's and it's it's funny though because like it's weird that it's not as prevalent in like comp like actual like movie comedies or tv show comedies because it's actually quite realistic yeah Yeah. like people are really clumsy and weird and like fall over things and like trip and like are like like even just today when we were hanging out earlier yeah i felt like a lot of it was just like weird physical comedy yeah for sure you were rolling (laughs) around on the ground (laughs) yeah but like i think that's like a part of like just yeah every day yeah Yeah. exactly yeah yeah how did you feel about uh joseph gordon levitt doing make him laugh on snl i don't think oh i did not see that i don't think he did make him laugh did he i thought he did um something else i'm pretty sure he did the dance sequence where he he runs up the wall that's make him laugh okay yeah i wouldn't recommend i was gonna say (laughs) i had no idea that existed and i don't think I want to. You know what? I used to really like Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah. <laughs> until I saw that. Oh no! And I was like, wait a minute. This kind of like gives me an inkling of like you know what I mean. I'm like, wait a minute. This guy's vibe is off. Yeah. Was it like Try Hard or something? Oh yes. Okay. It was very theater kid, and I feel like. Oh no. <laughs> um, I feel like theater like actors, you know, like can they're so intense about their art form, and that's totally fine. But 
I feel like when a theater kid is trying to embrace like a comedian's like routine, yeah. it's just totally like, different vibe. Yeah, it's like doesn't it's not work. authentic enough, and it yeah. just doesn't work. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, I like JGL. I think he's a very good actor, but yeah, I, I it's like we talked about. Like, I actually don't like learning too much about people because I'm like, oh, now I'm seeing like too much of you. Yeah. Whereas I was just seeing you as every character you played, and I thought you're really good. Yeah. But now I'm like, here's you. Here you are, and yeah, you're like a theater kid, and you're <laughs> and you're doing this. And like, you're I'm lame. Like, I'm, well, no, kidding. not lame, but I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> oh, you chose to do this. Like, this is just so like, I don't know. It was I was like not into it. Yeah. Yeah, that's too bad. Yeah. But uh, yeah, John Ritter was just a really good. Uh, he's, yeah, he's great. John Ritter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and um, his son Jason Ritter is honestly so. Yeah. I can't. I don't know how old he was when John Ritter died, but um, in, on another period, Jason Ritter is one of the main characters, and he is amazing at physical comedy too. Mm-hmm. And oh, like, he I, inherited it. Yeah, and he's it, also very charming. I think. Yeah, he, he is very charming, yeah. and like just like he really did like inherit this like magic that his father had and mm-hmm. it's really really cool and like really sweet to see but yeah it just yeah growing up with john ritter was like the best i i can had, totally relate because i had yeah. the exact same experience really like, yeah my mom and my dad always watched those shows when we were growing up or when i was growing up at least yeah so i definitely i i, f- I feel like i also probably at some point had a crush on him too yeah for yeah. sure yeah and he just was like such a flirty character and like mm-hmm. as a kid it just like makes you blush like your cheeks <laughs> yeah. just get like all like static electricity ish because like you're like i don't really understand what's happening but like i get what's happening yeah it was that it was also that era of comedy where everything was like it was like they were especially with that show i think they were like coming into the point where you could start being kind of like overtly sexual yeah Yeah. about things but at the same time they were still trying to stay like coy the fact that they could even reference that he was gay like that's the thing like shows would just kind of you're not allowed to talk about that stuff yeah and i bet they never even said it on the show i bet they just insinuated it yeah i don't know i I feel like they did yeah i feel like they did but i'm not i don't know because like every single time the landlord came by like it would just be like full on yeah yeah exactly um just one final thing about john ritter though um there was like a famous episode of Three's Company where he was wearing really, really short shorts oh as God. they did in like the seventies <laughs> and the eighties. Mm. And he sat down on the couch and I guess one like eagle eyed viewer realized that his one of his balls <laughs> came out. And uh, oh my God. it became like a big controversy. And then um I think TBS or whatever channel was airing it at the time decided to air both episodes like d- at different times. Um and John Ritter was uh he was quoted famously as saying sometimes you feel like a nut and sometimes you don't (laughs) which i think is really funny (laughs) so uh yeah (laughs) so i suppose you've looked that up do you have another one do you have i was uh, well we had planned to do this like months and months ago so i i like banked all this john ritter information (laughs) uh is there like actual proof online of like yeah probably that's so funny i mean that's like those screenshots i want to see those balls baby yeah (laughs) like the number one thing i want to see yeah balls one One ball falling out of a short yeah <laughs> oh god mm-hmm. yeah that really gets me going yeah that's what <laughs> hey whatever you can get <laughs> i guess so <laughs> i don't know that's we're what... all like in our like late to, to like early 30s yeah so i think we could get a lot of other stuff yeah. <laughs> if we really wanted to what's better than a ball that's the height Two of balls. sensuality <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> boom <laughs> so that was my number one that's a good number one thank you i'll go next okay <laughs> is that okay with you yeah uh who should i do first um 
I go chronological order. <laughs> In oh. what way? <laughs> of <Okay>. their birth? <laughs> <laughs> just uh, Okay, well, I can talk about the first one. Um, the first one was pretty short just because, like, I don't remember a lot about it, but I was going to talk about Jeanine Garofalo. Oh, yeah, she's, she's an actual great. stand-up because, like, she was very... I feel like I had a crush on her in, like, the like the longest ago that I can think of because she's very, like, 90s vibe. Like, she's got that sort of, like, deadpan... Yeah, like, like alternative. Yeah, like she was like the like, alternative cool girl. Like I've yeah, never even seen Reality Bites, but I mean like that. You've vibe. never you seen Reality Bites? No. Aaron, oh my I god. I want to see it. <laughs> uh, but I mean that vibe of like that that whole '90s vibe of like of reality, but not the movie Reality Bites, but the the idea Reality Bites. You know what I mean? Like you know what I mean? Oh my god! <laughs> what the hell no, is what? going Aaron's on? Getting embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> well, because you're both that crazy. <laughs> you should have watched it before doing this. No, Aaron's a real God. Ben Stiller over here. <laughs> <sighs> Aaron is not prepared for this. I'm prepared. What do you mean? You're, okay, no, you're this is how I'm it talking works. about. I don't even when have I a crush <laughs> on her anymore. I'm talking about when I had a crush on her and I hadn't yeah. seen it. So imagine, why would I watch it now? Imagine that was like the protocol for this, though. Yeah, like every single prepare. time, you had to watch we, everything. Yeah, every in. single thing. Vivian that and I would be like on top of that. You'd be like, I've already seen it all. You I'll rewatch everything. Yeah, yeah, but how would you have the time? <laughs> Listen, when you're creaming, full time job. Yeah, creaming's a full time job. That should be like our quote. Hashtag that should be a t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag creaming 24-7. <laughs> Creaming's a full-time job. Creaming's Crush our full-time job. Oh, I thought... It should be our t-shirts. Yeah. <laughs> like, we have to wear them every single time. Coming at you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I cut you off, though. Go on. <laughs> Jenny Garofalo. <laughs> no, I think she had that... Uh, when I was a bit younger, she definitely had that 90s vibe of very deadpan and kind of like over it, which I was super into. And then as I got older and got more into comedy, she I found her in a lot of goofy stuff like Wet Hot American Summer yeah. mm-hmm. and like Romy and Michelle. And she's uh, doing both her things in that, which is like very, very good to me. Like I, I like that a lot where she's being very deadpan, but she's not afraid to be very silly. And she usually has like a silly or weird scene. Oh, yeah. That oh, scene yeah. in Romy and Michelle where she's like just like letting all the water fall out <laughs> yeah, of her mouth yeah. is so fucking that funny. That classic gift. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I it's love that so movie good. so much. Um, and then we went to see her uh, in person, which is yeah. cool. She um, was incredible live. Yeah. I've, I totally... Yeah, she's very funny because she's just very stream of consciousness, just like ranting about stuff. <laughs> she's <laughs> wild. She's And also funny, she's yeah. just like... Yeah, she's just wild. Like I yeah, can't she's even very pinpoint kooky. her. Yeah, yeah. So she's uh, great. I yeah. like read a graphic novel recently. Um, I think it was like by like Julia Wirtz or something. And she had like I I swear to God I bought it mostly because I saw that um, uh, Janine Garofalo did the foreword for it. Oh really? Oh cool. And it was so funny because like like true to who she is mm-hmm. like it was, she apparently she was like a fan of the girl who did the graphic novel right and like somehow this girl found out that like janine garofalo was like a huge fan of her like work right and then she was like oh like i'm gonna republish or like reprint mm-hmm. uh this book that i did like maybe i can get her to be like do the forward for me so yeah. she like went and like actually like asked janine to like do a forward for her mm-hmm. and janine apparently like doesn't know how to use like the internet or <laughs> no. like a computer right. or anything. So she was like, I'd gladly do this for you. She's like, but I literally am just going to like write it on paper <laughs> and then you have to like do what you want with it. <laughs> and then like, 
it's yours kind of thing and so like there's like a little like disclaimer at the beginning of the forward where it's like what we got like the following is what we got from janine <laughs> and like we had to figure out like the best way to print this and like not lose its like right. personality yeah. so, so we like just scanned scan it, yeah. like yeah. what she gave us <laughs> and it's like the most like erratic like nonsensical <laughs> stuff but like it's so good and it's like yeah. of course she like did yeah. this she's like she's like an anomaly she's just yeah. like this like crazy weird like out there like person but who's like so good at what she does yeah. Like, yeah she's really everywhere because yeah because she's played very deadpan very like um sort of sullen characters yeah and very like silly characters and i think like and her as a person is kind of somewhere in between it's just, it's interesting for someone to who i would call an alt like an alt comedian someone who's in the alt scene to have such varied parts in movies. Do you know what I mean? She wasn't typecast. Yeah. Weirdly, because she's in Mystery Men also. Oh, yeah. Uh, she was great in she's that. She's got the, the skull bowling ball and stuff. Yeah, she's so intense in it. So she actually has like a very varied career, which is weird for someone who's very specific um, as a person, which is, I don't know. She's she's cool. I like her a lot. And she but. can play the lead in a romantic comedy like in Must Love Dogs. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I, I love her that. in that too. <laughs> Isn't that movie like really weird or something? That Maybe. movie was wild. It's yeah. a, it's like something random. weird. I forget yeah. now. I remember talking to someone about it. I think there's something weird about it that I don't remember. Probably. It doesn't matter. I haven't seen it in a really long the time. Thing that's Why am I starting threads that the I have no follow-up The thing that's weird about that is that it, there's no dogs in the movie. <laughs> <gasps> oh my God. Yeah. Conspiracy. <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah, nice. That's my first one that I can think of because I, yeah, I had a crush on her from back when she was in like mystery men and, and stuff like that. Yeah. And on, I think she showed up, she was like guest spots on a lot of TV shows. I think she was on like Seinfeld and, and a few others in like guest spots and stuff. She's good. She's I got like them the, chops. I was into those alt comedians from the beginning, baby. Yeah, man. Yeah. Why not? Um, I'll go next. Uh, Mine goes further back in time. Nice. Back in time. Back in time. <laughs> um, to dinosaur times. Yeah, I feel like I'm just constantly gonna have like the most unrelatable. It's relatable. crushes no. out of all of us, but it's relatable to have an unrelatable crush. So yeah, if if our if our if our friends' parents ever listened to <laughs> yeah. this podcast, I feel like they would relate to me the most. <laughs> They'd be like, "Oh yeah, that that Vivian girl has the best taste." Why are you moving your hand like you're like a flapper? Because <laughs> <laughs> old people do that. Yeah. Oh, that Buster Keaton was such a <laughs> handsome man. <laughs> Men were more handsome before there was color talkies. <laughs> yeah, that that that's my audience. That's uh, my target audience right now. Great grandmothers. Great grandmothers. <laughs> um, but yeah, my okay. So mine that I chose to talk about first is uh, Michael Palin from Monty Python. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, fame. Yeah. Uh, he. <laughs> you just want him to slap you with a giant fish. He. I would totally let him slap. <laughs> Uh-oh. past michael Palin, <laughs> not right now he's Rude. like he's, well he's like I, I think he's like 75 now <laughs> yeah yeah baby <laughs> um but that it was interesting because like i i grew up like like what you said you were like watching a lot of like old yeah. tv shows yeah. like, from the 70s and stuff like that and like my parents uh especially like well yeah both my parents always like showed us like old like tv shows and stuff but like specifically, like I feel like my dad really kind of yeah. threw in a lot of like older comedy stuff at me mm-hmm. and a lot of British content nice. when I was like pretty young. Um, and so like I definitely like grew up like 
loving the Beatles and like loving, yeah. like like but like they're because of their movies like not even oh, because okay. of like the the music they made like yeah. I actually like loved the movies they made because they were funny and yeah. like they were kooky and like weirdos or whatever mm-hmm. but then I also had like the same relationship to like Monty Python and like I remember being in high school and like literally just being obsessed in general Mm -hmm. with like the group and like everything that they did. And like to the point where like I literally would like go to the library and like take out their autobiography, Mm -hmm. which was like a like 400 page book. Wow. That was like probably like eight by ten. Like it was like a big book. Mm -hmm. And I like I was constantly renewing this like library book and I would just take it with me everywhere I'd like go to like I'd go to school and I'd like go like between like classes I'd be like in the forum at school and like reading my fucking like Monty Python like autobiography and I'd like like dog like what is it dog Dog, doggy eared like dog eared the library I, book i did i dog like oh, I, Vivian. well because like i couldn't <laughs> oh, afford honey. to buy this book it was like yeah. an expensive book yeah. why, why did your school library have the money no i never the- got it from the school library i got it from the uh, oh. from the the actual like city library right. oh okay um <laughs> i was picturing your school library having the <laughs> giant money python on a bear i was like why did they have this but it was funny because like it kind of was like the precursor to like now where like mm-hmm. what we were talking about with like people on podcasts where they talk about their lives and yeah. then we find find out about like their innermost yep. like whatever in the past but for me i was like you're 14 like 14 yeah. 15 and yeah. i'm like reading this book and each chapter is about each person from monty python yeah. so like my the chapter i read the most was michael palin's chapter so yeah. i knew like where he was born i had all these photos of him <laughs> as a little kid and like i was obsessed like i knew his whole career like mm-hmm. everything he did up until like he like even joined monty python but, like, in terms of, like, why I had the crush, I think it was because, like, out of all of the, like, the Python crew, he was, like, the most kind of, like, he was, he was, he was the most versatile, I mm-hmm. think, because, like, he could literally play, like, any character. He could play, like, a straight man, or he could play, like, someone who was, like, super deadpan. Drop on oh. your money, Python hot takes now on who's the best Python. I don't, I mean. We're going to start a controversy in the comments. I don't, th- I never said he's the best. <laughs> I said he was kidding. the one I he's crushed on. favorite, yeah. <laughs> also, he was, like, kidding. the baby face of yeah. the crew. Yeah. yeah. So he was, like, the cutest physically, I oh, guess. Typical. Typical <laughs> I was going to say that joke, but I was like, mm, leave it alone. <laughs> Shut up. Your type. <laughs> he was but the youngest. <laughs> he, was he was not the, the youngest. Oh, nice. He looked the youngest. He's keeping it fresh. He was just <laughs> the handsomest of them. Fuck all y'all. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like he, to me, like he was kind of like he would laugh. He like mm-hmm. he'd break the most yeah. in most ca- sketches. Yeah. Like at all the time like if something would like happen in a sketch like he would be the yeah. first to like be like trying to turn away from the camera because he'd be like laughing his oh, head I off he definitely seems maybe, like kind of the silliest or or, or like yeah. he's having the most fun yeah you know he always like, he seems less serious he seems like a very like jovial guy yeah he's having a good time yeah you know? like he he always just kind of was like the like super like friendly enthusiastic yeah. one that like yeah literally was just having the best time with his friends and like getting paid for it Mm -hmm. and like it just showed through yeah but then like i remember like i literally like there were sketches from like the show that i would watch over and 
over and over mm-hmm. again yeah. and i would like pause like yeah. on his like facial expressions and i'd be like oh that's the cutest one yeah like, yeah. like, like it was so ridiculous like i remember there was one sketch that was called blackmail and he's like the host of a game show type yeah. thing that's called blackmail yeah and he like he is essentially calling people like on the phone to mm-hmm. like tell them that he has compromising photos of like <laughs> them or something and then like if they don't send money to like a specific address like in t- like the next 10 minutes that they'll reveal the- their identity like in like this video that they took kind yeah. of thing and so like but he's so nice about it he's like call now like, like he's yeah, just he's like doing like a very typical like 70s host yeah host. and like he's being so like like charming and, and he's like, doing like a really smarmy smile yeah it's yeah. super smarmy but like i remember like creamy myself. <laughs> like i was like oh baby <laughs> like i'm into it here's my compromising information <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was i don't know it was weird but like i yeah i legit was just like there's something about him yeah he was super he's a, he's he was the cool most guy. relatable out of yeah, all of them i would agree um i love i and, and to this day i always like the ones yeah. who kind of break character oh, i love that i i think that's, that's one why, of my that's favorite why you love jimmy fallon right <laughs> i mean like yeah in general i think that's just like a fun yeah i mean the vibe that someone is just like having an actual fun time with their friends and is working hard but is like will break that's why we love podcasts i love that so much yeah Yeah. i think i mean that and that's i mean i think it's relatable to i mean that's what we bonded about when we met was being comedy nerds a little bit and like that experience of being really into something like monty python in high school and no one knows what the hell you're talking about (laughs) yeah because yeah i think my dad introduced me to some of the movies and then my friend mike who i've mentioned before i think was uh his dad would like his parents are um you know british or or his grandparents are british so they have like trickle down like Britishisms and he had a bunch of the TV show yeah and we would sit and watch like VHS tapes of it but of course it's from like the 70s or whatever and your other high school kids <laughs> have no idea what you're talking yeah, about yeah and yeah it was just another thing so to was, really was, make yeah. me feel like a black sheep yeah <laughs> But, but I don't know. But now, it was now worth it's it. those niche things. And yeah. Then, and then it was so fun to like meet another person who was into Monty Python. And yeah. Go, you were into Monty Python? <laughs> that's like so out of our time zone. Like, yeah. That's great. I like remember like I was that kid who like literally asked for like the Monty Python like yeah. flying circus box set for yeah. Christmas. Nice. Like when it came out. Like mm-hmm. yeah. Like it, it, it definitely hit all the right yeah. spots for me. Yeah. Do you guys remember in high school like um, going into like CD stores or record stores and then buying like a criterion collection of like certain things and feeling really really cool <laughs> <laughs> yeah definitely yeah because you're just like i i'm like liking this really obscure I'm thing cultured yeah i remember yeah. when like oh i definitely am totally yeah. that person yeah. yeah i remember when i yeah when i first moved here and like n- there's an hmv here which i didn't have before and i'm like oh i can get like two for 20 two for 30 like i need to get rain man and uh <laughs> and apocalypse now and all these, <laughs> and all these serious movies the classics like, I, I need to own these serious movies and then yeah. you know a few years ago i'm like i need to trade all these in and get <laughs> movies i'll actually watch over and over again like Step Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah because like yeah it's like the good at, shit at, the po- at that point it seemed very important for me to buy like rain man and i watched it once and was like that was a good movie but i don't need to own it yeah <laughs> now something like ghostbusters i'll watch that like 20 times i should probably own that amen yeah I, I would buy a bunch of British DVDs, but like mm. they wouldn't work in my DVD player. So I'd be like, <laughs> oh. I'm going to buy a region two DV- DVD player one day, but oh. at least I have these for later. And then like, I, did, did I, you ever do it? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You still have the DVDs? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I wonder if there's something that's region free now. If you have a laptop, um, you can like switch it to region mm. two, but like you can only switch it back so many times. Mm. And now laptops don't have DVD drives, so never mind CD CD drives. <laughs> <laughs> back in my day, we had <laughs> CD drives. <laughs> I remember VHS tapes. Oh my god, this is off topic, but did you guys see that? Urban Outfitters wants to start selling old VHS tapes yeah. for like really expensive. For like $40 for like, a five What? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. I had no idea. I will invite them to my basement and they can give me a million dollars. Yeah. How, how, what kind of good quality, do they need good quality versions of them? Cause it's just kitschy, right? That's it's just so like, so weird. It's yeah. as soon as something, as soon as the value of something reaches zero, it becomes a collectible, right? Remember like five years ago, everyone was just like, basically throwing away their vhs tapes they weren't even yeah. trying to s- no one would buy them they weren't even trying to sell them people were just putting them out on the street yeah and as soon as the value of something hits zero everyone throws it away and it becomes rare and collectible and now they're trying to sell it does that mean that like v- vcrs are like coming back or something like are people going to start buying uh, that i don't know end? if coming back i like they'll like sell cas- stuff like this for like collectors and kitschy stuff but yeah because yeah. cassette tapes are back oh yeah that's true yeah but yeah. Yeah. If you're like me and just never threw anything away, you don't have to rebuy it. <laughs> <laughs> I still have my VCR somewhere at my mom's house. I need to dig it out because I want to watch our old home homemade videos. <laughs> homemade videos. <laughs> <laughs> it's homemade. <laughs> it's the best kind. But yeah, that was uh, yeah my very unrelatable comedy crush. It's relatable. I guess it's relatable in the sense of like the type that he yeah. portrays and I that think he we've fits. all we've all seen something that other people haven't seen you know our parents yeah. have shown us something or our friends shown us something and there's always something you've seen that people don't know what you're talking about yeah and you know do you guys want to know like one of the most embarrassing moments of my life obviously I do. <laughs> um, <laughs> always so uh, my mom was a teacher um and so she worked at the elementary school that i went to so um I would always bring stuff and then leave them in her classroom and then go to my own class. Mm-hmm. And then one day there was, um, a, it wasn't a snow day, but like the buses were canceled. So there wasn't a lot of kids in class. I was in fourth grade and the teacher was like, go to your mom's class and like get a v- VHS tape and then we'll watch it. So I was like, okay, like I'll pick the perfect movie. So then I come back and the movie that I just decided to show a fourth grade class <laughs> was grumpier old men too because <laughs> i just like loved walter Matthau was a kid and i was like you guys he's great in this and they're like what the fuck yeah. <laughs> like what is this we want to watch like power rangers yeah but i was like no ja- jack lemon nice. i did that like there's always some random movie you love as a kid yeah for no particular reason yeah and like you can't understand why other people don't and they're they think you're insane because i think we did that in my one of my classes where like everyone got to bring in a tape at some point yeah and I brought in like a tape of like hockey bloopers or something like that. Oh it's my like god, that's stupid. so what? Just something that doesn't dumb. sound like you. That's oh. no, but like that's so it was brand. well. But that's the thing. Like I didn't have access to alt comedy when I was a little kid. Yeah, I had to find comedy where I could, and my dad was into hockey, so he had some hockey blooper tape, and I was like, "This is funny." Yeah, I need funny things. That's funny. So like, yeah, I brought that, in and people, and oh people were like, god. "This is stupid," and I was like, "What do you mean?" That's when, <laughs> that's when you turned and you were like, "Wait a minute, this yeah. is stupid." Well, and now I'm like, "Man, that was stupid." Like, even if I liked it. I'm like, why would you bring that in? Bring in a movie. I had like Disney movies. Yeah. I should have just brought in Aladdin like everyone else. Well, the movie I picked were two ma- old men fighting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. comedy at its prime. At yeah. its finest. That was really young. I think because if we were bringing, if everyone got to bring in a movie, we must have been watching movies like every week. So it must have been like J- senior kindergarten or something like yeah. that. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. I what remember. school did you go to? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> oh. 
My mom didn't work there. Yeah. Nerd. Hey. <laughs> Why does that make me a nerd? Because <laughs> you're forced to be because your mom works at the school. Oh, yeah. You have no choice. That's true. Teacher's pet automatically. Yeah. I used to, when I would get really upset, this is such a spoiled asshole thing, but sometimes <laughs> I would get really upset in class and then just go to my mom's class and take a nap. <laughs> Oh my god! I thought god. you were going to your mom's class and like complain. No, like, I'd be go, like, "Mom, go I take need a rage nap." nap. <laughs> and she'd be like, "Okay, you can just leave your class and <laughs> yeah. sleep in the corner while I teach other kids." Yeah. <laughs> I picture you curled up on the floor, like on like a little rug. Well, like my mom uh, t- taught like special ed, so there was mm-hmm. a lot of like foam like oh, mattresses okay. and stuff. Lucky. And they had like a weird like closed off room that like it was like a sensory room, so right. you could turn off the lights, and I would just go in there. So you sleep. would. Push some kid out. Yeah. Like, I need this more than you. Yeah. <laughs> close yeah. the door. <laughs> take a nap. Yeah. <laughs> Horrible. Your next one. My next crush, since I spoiled it earlier, <laughs> um, I had a crush on Sinbad as a kid. Uh, You're like, I wish he was my house guest. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's really interesting, though, because, like, I I watched Sinbad movies. Like, I watched House Guest. I watched Jingle All the Way. Um I watched, I think he was in like... Shazam. Yeah, yeah, Shazam, that classic movie we all remember. <laughs> um, he was in like Good Burger, things like that. But the thing that I like... Oh, right, he's in Good Burger. Yeah. Um, the thing that I remember loving him in was this show that was called A Different World. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of like problematic to talk about now, I guess, because it, it was a spinoff of The Cosby Show. So Bill Cosby produced it. Uh, okay. And I'm not like... You know, he wasn't like on it though. No, he wasn't. He would like sometimes introduce episodes. It was probably like three episodes. Mm -hmm. And like, I think they like took those offline. But, um, so like, I'm not downplaying anything. I just like, this was like a big show for my like development. It seems separate. Yeah. Um, so the show, have you guys watched the show? No, I've I've never never even heard of it. So, um, it was a spinoff of the Cosby show where Denise, um, his oldest daughter goes off to college and she actually goes to, um, a college for African American students. So like Mm -hmm. most of the students, we're black, uh, although Marissa Tomei was, went to it as well. Like, she was in the first few seasons. Um, and after the first year, um, uh, Denise, I can't remember her name right now. You know her name. Lisa Bonet. Lisa Bonet. She leaves, and then the show becomes t- about two other characters. But Sinbad played an RA on the show, and um, he was just, like, so lovable. And that show had so many, like, weird, like, you know, like, sitcoms from, like, the 80s where, like, they had to have, like, teachable moments. Right. But that show, like, legitimately had, like, very serious topics. Like, they would they talked about AIDS, like, in the late 80s. So, mm-hmm. like, it was really, like, raw as it was happening. You know, they talked about what it was like to be at a black college when, like, mm-hmm. towns all around would, you know, not have such a diverse, you know, like collection of students mm-hmm. and they talked about like awkwardly enough they talked about like consent and like mm-hmm. you know like sexual assault things like that um but Sinbad would like especially for the co- sexual consent episode Sinbad was like a very like he taught the lesson of it and he was like here man like I get like you're frustrated but like you need to respect women and like mm-hmm. he was just like a goofy but like super lovable and super intense guy like where he wouldn't take crap but he like clearly loved the students and for some reason as a kid i was just like this is like the best guy ever he's just <laughs> yeah. like so yeah. like he's like this big guy that's like lumbering around but is like you need to like straighten up and you yeah. need to like you know like take school seriously because like this is really important and i don't know i just developed like a huge crush on him um, and it's so funny cause like his movies around that time or a little bit after that time where he plays like such a wacky, like chaotic yeah. character. Um, and I appreciated that too, but like, mm-hmm. yeah, different world Sinbad was great. But, um, 
a few years ago, I know I keep bringing up Hollywood Handbook, <laughs> but Sinbad was actually a guest on Hollywood Handbook, and I believe he was a guest because his daughter really liked the show, so his daughter like convinced him to come on the show, and he was like the best sport about it. He He's probably like one of their best guests ever because he has like inside Hollywood information, but he's like yeah. obviously not revealing that, but he's like playing along with the joke yeah. so well, and you can just tell that he like gets it as like a human and as someone that's been in the comedy scene for like you know, like yeah. 30 years. There's like nothing better than, than if you listen to something very, or, or into something very specific and someone comes in and just totally gets it and is totally game yeah. and plays along and you're like, oh my God, like they're, they're get like they fit right in and yeah, like, oh, exactly. it's so exciting and it's like such so a charm. fun. Yeah, exactly. It's like, you know, as like a comedian in movies, like is not necessarily going to be like a good podcast guest. Like yeah. they're not necessarily going to be able to jump in and do improv on the scene. But, uh, yeah, he just like got it right away. He played along, you know, even if he didn't like pick up on jokes right away, he still mm -hmm. found a way to like make it funny and make it work. So anyway, Sinbad is a really cool dude. He seems really sweet. I saw him do stand up a few years ago and he was great. And yeah, that's one of my second earliest crushes. That's, <laughs> that's two for two crushes we had and then went to see them do stand up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But yeah, I think I think he's a very charming guy, and I think that's why he gets away with playing kind of crazy characters because like he's under underlying likableness. Yeah, you know. There's actually I'm not going to say the name of the TV show because it seems like like I'm like I'm kind of blasting it, but like there's a newer TV show on TBS, and I feel like Sinbad would have been so much better in the role of the main character, right. and it like bothers me that he's not the character. <laughs> why aren't you Sinbad? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm sending in letters like, why yeah. isn't this Sinbad? Yeah, exactly. Anyway. He's a cool dude. When the hell are they going to make Jingle All the Way to? Right? Right? I mean, Arnold's not the governor anymore. True. I think it should be about Sinbad. He should be the main character. What? Oh, he just like gets filed from, fired from being a mailman and then... Mm, maybe then... Mm, let me think. He, his grandson needs a toy. <laughs> 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 well, the best reading of Jingle All the Way is that he doesn't even have a son. <laughs> like, yeah, oh my God. He just seems like an insane person. He literally <laughs> sets off a bomb in that movie. Yeah, Inside that, like a mail Yeah, station. that movie couldn't have come out like three years later. Yeah. Like he's a mailman and he like, yeah, he's, he blows up a policeman with a bomb. Yeah, it's, it's insane. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I like that movie. <laughs> it's so bad though. It is really, really bad. Anyway, that's my non-zany <laughs> explanation for liking Sinbad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, won't, I won't dwell on this much longer, but I just jingle all the ways and crazy because it's like a, it's a commercial for a toy that doesn't exist. Yeah. Like they, it's all, it revolves entirely around this toy and they had planned to make this toy. Like it wasn't based on an existing toy. They made the movie with the plans of like, oh, we'll make the toy from the movie. Yeah. And then sell it. But then they, they, never did. they didn't do it. They couldn't make enough and it all went sideways. Uh, so now the movie is this weird relic where it's a commercial for a toy that doesn't exist. Yeah. That's just it's insane. crazy. Anyway. Check it out. Yeah. Buy it Check on it VHS. <laughs> yeah, for 40 bucks. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my next crush, um, Vivian, you were also there for this when I discovered it, was um, Catherine Hahn. Oh my God, Ooh. yes. Which is someone who's like, again, like kind of a, a, a mid-tier comedian who just shows up in lots of stuff. She's, and I knew. She's very versatile. Yeah. 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 Um, I like him versatile, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yeah, I'd seen her in stuff um, and I knew who she was and she's very good, but I guess I just never really thought about her that way. And then you and I, Vivian, were watching Bad Words of All Things, 
We're watching the Jason Bateman movie Bad Words, oh, where he yeah. he's an adult who enters like a children's spelling bee. Oh my god! I forgot and the movie is like fine, but Catherine Hahn is in it, and like halfway through, like she, I think she hooks up with Jason Bateman, or I forget what her story logic is, but she's there and she's like being cool, and like I feel like we turn to each other and we're like. Is Catherine Hahn a total babe? <laughs> like it was like this real. It was like this realization. Like I just never thought about it before, and I yeah. think we both realized it watching that movie, which is fine. But like her in that movie is, and we're like, oh my god, Catherine Hahn is like a total babe. Like what? How did I not know this? And I don't know what it is about that movie that like gave it away. I totally forgot about that, yeah. but that kind of lines up like y- like time wise with like the trajectory of like when i started kind of really like mm-hmm. noticing her and things well that yeah because that we saw that and we're like oh like that's when we started like really yeah. noticing i knew who she was but like i guess i'd never thought about it but yeah i, I remember very vividly we're watching that movie <laughs> and we're like oh my god like Catherine hahn is amazing how did i not know this <laughs> and yeah then now i've been keeping track of her i guess more i mean you notice her more um, she's such a hottie in parks and recreation yeah, yeah. And she's like that badass well it's the same thing where she's very capable of being like playing someone very crazy and very goofy but she's also very good at playing like a really no nonsense yeah. yeah but she's also good at playing a funny straight person like a straight man uh, comedy character type totally right? where, like that's very hard to make that character interesting um, but because she's so good at being so over the top serious that it kind of comes back around to being funny again yeah um so she's very good at that which is impressive it's interesting because for me in like recent years i don't even like i like i haven't even seen her in anything that's fun like overtly funny yeah i just like her i've watched stuff because she's in it i watched like the bad moms movies which are oh i haven't which are whatever but she's in them and i'm like yeah i'll watch Catherine hahn movie (laughs) because like i like from like recent memory like i know her her from like i love dick and like transparent Mm. and like she's oh yeah yeah She's incredible in both of oh them, my God. but like they're not comedic roles at all. Yeah, like in the slightest. Like she's they're like, very raw. Yeah. They're very real. She's like devastating and transparent. Yeah, she's yeah. so good yeah. in it. Yeah, but like and and yeah, she's incredible. That's what I mean by versatile. Because like yeah. I like don't even think of her in terms of like comedy, like, right? I, like anymore, right? Because like it's just been so long. Yeah, she's an amazing I've actress, kind of uh, dramatically Inco- as well. Yeah, she's so cool. But I think that's that's often the case, right? Where if you can do comedy, it's easier to transition from comedy to drama than the other way around, right? It's so true. Like yeah. I feel like a lot of like amazing actors definitely. Yeah, a lot of a lot of yeah. With like comedy for sure. Yeah. Yeah, comedians end up being very good actors. Really I good. think I think because you they inadvertently spend a long time practicing it, where you're practicing how to portray a certain emotion and and kind of put yourself in a certain headspace. I mean, for them to tell a joke, but I think it often transitions well to drama yeah they tap into it and it's more raw yeah but you can't like you can't can't go the other way because it's hard to teach someone who's only done drama like comedic timing yeah you know Mm -hmm. like that's something you have to live for like 20 years before you like get it yeah also a lot of comedians just like have a natural like charisma to them and you can't really like develop that on your own yeah you know yeah, I mean, you have it or you don't. Yeah, yeah. you can't really fake it. Yeah, and, that, sure. and that's it's kind of the same thing with Sinbad, right? You, that transitions over to them playing another character where, like, Catherine Hahn has an innate likableness that helps you sort of, uh, is like your window into the character who's being very serious, but you kind of come in and, like, in moments you already like them and you're rooting for them and, and you know. Totally. Anyway, we don't really. No, it's funny because actually. Really inside baseballing this. <laughs> no, but yours actually relates to my my other crush that I have, um, uh, Jenny Slate. Yes. Yeah. Who yes, I yes, feel yes, like, yes. yeah, like I feel like she embodies all of the exact yeah. same kind of. Well, like, yeah, I think she right now she's about to break out as a dramatic actress. Literally, yeah. like she's incredible, and she started 
fully in comedy mm-hmm. yeah and, and, and like, especially because she started like so zany like her comedy is like so and it, she still is oh like, yeah absolutely so zany yeah but that's what's funny is like it's an even longer leap right yeah but yeah like she for me is like one of like the my ultimate like comedy crushes yeah, yeah. Oh, i love jenny slate she well especially because i like, put her on my list too yeah, yeah. Can't stop me. She's on my list too. Oh my gosh, <laughs> guys! Also, she has very relatable horse opinions. <laughs> Horses are too big. <laughs> Horses are too big. Yes. She, yeah. she. That's the thing, though. She really does. She like embodies that kind of like that celebrity that like you literally feel like you could be best friends with. Like, yeah. Like you can just feel yeah. that way yeah. about. But like she is just, I don't know. I feel like to me. She's just like inspiring. Yeah. Like she yeah. she literally like made me realize like I could just be myself and be kooky and weird. Yeah. yeah. But then like also like be like a normal human. Yeah. Sure. Weird, like, like I don't know. There was something like I remember there being like a transition at one point where I was like, oh, yeah. Like I think it was when she was like doing like obvious child and stuff. Yeah. Right? Like she started doing those like more serious roles, but that were still so like crazy hilarious yeah and like so but so pivotally like real and raw um but like then she's just so fucking funny yeah. and like weird and kooky and like all the other things that she does like you like blair you and i went to go see her at like jfl yes. a couple years ago and I like was also there oh <laughs> we went on i went with no. vivian and then i went with aaron oh we went separately yeah. yeah i was gonna say i was like i definitely wasn't there with you uh, well I, i've seen her live at jfl yeah so. i check you both oh, okay like, on different days <laughs> never I, I didn't I want was i didn't special. want you two to run into each other <laughs> <laughs> you, were, you were side piecing both of yeah. us <laughs> this was before we were all friends no just kidding oh um but you met through me <laughs> i know <laughs> i know but but like i remember like I remember literally being like, couldn't, I could not breathe. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I was laughing so hard during that show. And she was literally just talking about the weirdest randomest shit. Yeah. Like her, her house being haunted. Yeah. But then like doing weird dances, which which totally like feeds my weird, like Mm -hmm. comedy, like needs in a strange way. Yeah. Yeah, Cause she's just like, I think for me with her, it's a lot of relatability. Yeah. Yeah. Like I literally can kind of, like I kind of want to be like her yeah like mm-hmm. that kind of thing kind of comes out at it definitely it. yeah but like she yeah she she to me is like the the, mm-hmm. the pinnacle of like that kind of, like oh man I love her on Kroll show like when yeah. she's in publicity and like <laughs> on Parks and Rec she's just so she's insane. so good on Parks yeah <laughs> but um, I, think, yeah, I think you you had such a good point of like it is so encouraging to see someone who's so kooky and like so specific and like and weird in a way like in a good way but yeah. like but also succeed at like not business, but like, you know, serious things. Yeah. That is so encouraging to see someone like who's very zany, like make it in the real world also, you know, yeah, they, totally. they, they didn't get sidelined in their own like weird little thing. Like they can still do like normal stuff and still be themselves. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Like she's never not herself. I can't see her. I can't picture her like code switching for anything yeah. like, at all. No. I, I, uh, it's like, because you men- mentioned Kroll show, it's kind of cool too, because like, her characters are so versatile and like she's on a show with Nick Kroll who is like a character comedian at this point. Yeah. And she totally holds her own. Like she like embodies her characters so well. Yeah. And it's just like insane to watch her just like explore and just like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, just be in the moment. Cause like, I feel like most of it was improvised and totally it's just like this insane ability that she has. That's like so lovable, but like also just so impressive. Oh yeah. She's incredible. 
She's the best. She is the best. I will forever have a crush on her. Also, her, uh, what is it, Mar- Marcel the Shell? Marcel the Oh, Michelle? yeah, Marcel the Shell. So cute. So cute. I want to have, like, not in, I, I don't want to, like, uh, what is it called? <laughs> uh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to, like, speak down about her, but I want to have, like, a sleepover with her. Like, I respect her <laughs> as, like, a yeah. professional woman, but I also want to be like, hey, girl, let's have a sleepover yeah. and, like, joke yeah. around. Well, that's what I said. Like, yeah. she's the type of person where you feel like you could literally be her best friend. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. She yeah. she just seems, like, chill, cool. Also, she, she a babe. Gorgeous. Yeah, she's stunning. Yeah. Also, she's really great at playing, like, semi... Like, she's good at playing serious characters, but in... Did you guys watch House of Lies? No. She, I watched a bit of it, yeah. Yeah. Her character develops in such a way that, like, it gets so intense, and you're like, whoa, like, yeah. you're good at that this. That show's upsetting because I was watching it around the same time as Parks and Rec. Oh, okay. So, like, where she's, her and uh, Ben Schwartz are playing brother and sister on yeah. Parks and Rec, and then they, like, they date or something. They, on, yeah. they date on House of Lies. Oh, my God, like, for real? And I was yeah. like, oh, I don't like this at all. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> because they're so, like, they're so believable as brother and sister. Yeah, like, they, they seem too similar. Similar, and, like, they're good at, they were both playing, like, a very similar character type. Yeah. And then on House of Lies, <laughs> they, like, hook up. And I was like, I don't like this at all. Yeah, it's <laughs> a very, yeah, it's very strange. Ew. But it's great. That show's really good. I'm surprised you haven't watched it. I am, too. Yeah, Benny Schwa. I know Benny Schwa. Yeah. I didn't realize what it was about for a really long time. Yeah. I just always, like... Yeah, that's the thing. I always just kind of like related it back to comedy Bang Bang. Oh, okay. It was about, about pies. pies. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it'd be really cool to find out what other people's like kind yeah. of comedy tastes You should email are. us. Yeah. Yeah. Crushcastpod at Gmail. Yeah. Send us your comedy crush stories. Definitely. Because it's always nice to hear what other yeah. people's perspectives are and different tastes and stuff. Um, we're going to take a break and then we'll be back for more. Bye. back babies baby back <laughs> ribs i <laughs> what are we doing i want my baby back baby back baby back i want my baby back baby back baby back ribs no you're <laughs> supposed to go chilies i'm not promoting that oh, okay. they're, not, they're, they're not paying us okay. we are not sponsored by chilies <laughs> maybe one day what a weird sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> this podcast where we talk about dick cheese all the time. <laughs> brought to you by Chili's. <laughs> that would be hilarious. That would be so funny. <laughs> also, there's no, like no Chili's in Canada. No, I know. That's why I thought it was funny. <laughs> hey, guys. Want to take a date to Chili's? <laughs> you're go crush- all the way you're across the border. If you're crushing on someone, ask them to go to Chili's with you. That'll impress them. Go across the We should probably stop talking about Chili's. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> bleep all that um so we're gonna do our, our last segment of the show the like what we're crushing on this week um i'll go first vivian what are you crushing on this week this week i'm crushing on frank ocean Ooh, oh nice. nice yeah i i i have to i feel like i have to preface this very specifically and a lot of my friends i've already talked to this to them about this this past week but like i have I'm I'm a total music snob. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> you all know this about me. Um, and I don't know why, but I feel like I've like literally been fighting the Frank Ocean train for a very, very long time. Yeah, I've never heard you talking about him. I've literally never listened to him before. Oh, okay. Like the past mm-hmm. two weeks. Um, and like, 
it's so it's like I almost feel like sad that I missed out for so long but also I'm like this is the right time yeah but I don't know why for so long I felt like I wasn't supposed to listen to him and like I don't know like my brain just wasn't open to it Mm -hmm. yeah and then like I've had a lot of people in the last few months kind of like being like oh like he's great like you should listen to him you should listen to him and then something happened and clicked and I like finally like have been listening to his music and he's incredible yeah he's so good and i'm like completely obsessed now yeah i've like listened to channel orange and blonded like a million times this past week it like both of them have literally been my like anthem for this like crap like crap winter that's outside yeah definitely like it's just the only thing that's actually made me feel really alive and good right in the last like two weeks have you danced to him i have danced to him nice his like he's just so beautiful like yeah his lyrics are incredible everything's just like so empowering yeah relatable yeah I feel like um no, you can't say this about a lot of musicians but like he legit is an artist like he really mm-hmm. is yeah yeah like I and I don't like I, I'm just so shocked that like it took like I was so resistant for so long because like I feel like everyone was like and everyone who recommended him to me like are people that I actually like value their like musical opinion too so like I don't know what was going through my head but like I had something completely different in mind yeah and then like he just makes the most amazing incredible like music that just like hits so deep what was the song that you first heard um what I literally have like listen to like from like each album like start to finish oh okay like i i didn't even like go into like a random oh okay song so it anything. wasn't just like you heard a song while you were like out or anything no like i literally just like had so many people like like even vess was like oh like i'm so excited for you to like actually listen to channel orange for the first time yeah and like feel that for the first time yeah like she was like it's incredible oh that's awesome yeah but yeah, it, it, it's literally been on my playlist like for the last like two weeks. Yeah. It's so good. Um, everybody should listen to Frank Ocean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so now people should listen to recommendations about Frank Ocean. But I mean, you didn't have to. I mean, you don't have to if you're resistant to it, but maybe <laughs> one day your heart will open Aww. to Aww. Frank Ocean. Will it be one of those things like I have certain artists that I associate certain times of my life with? Do you think it's going to? Totally. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, like I said, like it it literally is like the thing that's like keeping me alive right now. Yeah. It's so good. It's giving yeah. you life. It is giving me life. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So that's my crush. Frank Ocean. Check it out. He's also a babe. He is He's a babe. I was gonna babe. say I didn't want to like downplay Low like, key. how amazing yeah, <laughs> how amazing his music is, but he is like gorgeous. He too. is really gorgeous. Yeah. That always helps. Mm. You know what I mean? <laughs> Wink at me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Stop it. <laughs> Um, so my crush this week, um, it's not very current or anything, um, but I just got reminded of, uh, the political music videos on Super Deluxe's YouTube page. Have you guys seen these? No. No. What's that? So Super Deluxe would, um, put together these music videos and songs of ridiculous clips of these horrible, uh, politicians or like talking news heads. Um, and cut them together to be like a song, sort of as like a mockery of like who oh, these people this does actually sound are. Kind of familiar. Yeah, I've for sure sent you the um, Alex Jones one. Oh yeah, I've seen the Alex Jones one. Yeah, um, he they made like a twangy Alex Jones song. <laughs> um, there was like a pop one by uh, Tommy Lauren, or I don't know how to oh, say Tommy, her. Tommy. Tommy Lauren. Yeah, I don't know. She's a I demon. Who cares? She's the worst. Yeah, but it's just like 
you know, th I do enjoy reading about politics, um, at, but at this time, like with how the state of the world is right now, it's kind of like a bummer. So just to have like a page, just make like a total mockery of them yeah. while also making like bops, <laughs> like <laughs> songs that are just like, yeah, this is good. It's so ridiculous. It's my jam. Yeah. Uh, it just like really cheered me up and uh, I really enjoy it. You guys should go check them out. My favorite is the Tomy one and the one of the Alex Jones ones. I think there's like an emo Alex Jones one and then like a more country Alex Jones one. Nice. Right. Um, it's very specific, but yeah, I just got reminded of them a few days ago and I was like, oh wait, I love these, <laughs> um, because these people are monsters and we should make fun of them. Oh my God. I want to see these. They're very, very good. Let's but watch them. Let's dance around. To them. <laughs> let's dance to them. <laughs> yeah. Put these on your playlist right after Al uh, Frank Ocean. Yeah. yeah. Frank Ocean, Alex Jones. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah. So that's my crush this week. Uh, mine is now that... This podcast, actually, the first episode actually posted, and it's real. Uh, I want to say it's this podcast and you guys. <laughs> and he's 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 taking your thing he's for last week. My shit. What? What do you mean? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was so afraid you guys were gonna say this and steal mine. Uh, yeah, I, no. I, I I was thinking about it. No, but I I really um, I've had so much fun doing this, and I'm so glad you guys. Uh, had me do this with you because you're both so funny and so talented and I love you. And uh, also all the people who reached out because we actually posted it and I kind of thought we would just put it up and whatever, but like so many of our friends shared it and listened to it and messaged us about it. I know. And everyone yeah. was so nice and so supportive. I know. We have the and best I, friends. I know. I love it, them all. It was actually <laughs> You're all like the best. heartwarming. Like people yeah. that you not wouldn't expect, but like people that you yeah. know you haven't talked to in a little while. They they yeah. Yes. Out so nice to hear from it people. It was like so emotional just to have that support from people. Yeah. It was just the best. And I want to thank everyone who did that. And even if you just listened or liked the Instagram page or whatever, that's all, it makes me feel so good. And that this thing we're doing for fun was like also like worthwhile and, and, yeah, and, totally. and like creative in some way. And I don't know, it feels good. Yeah. yeah. It's so nice to get a signal back when you yeah, put something. Yeah, exactly. You know? Definitely. For sure. Also, I don't want to like piggyback on yours. No, 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 I, I figured this would, <laughs> everyone <laughs> would probably have something to say about it. But um, we love you too. Yeah, <laughs> but um, before the podcast actually got released, I was, uh, I was a little nervous. So I like, I listened to a few of the episodes mm -hmm. beforehand and I, I think most people are like this, but like when you hear yourself um, on a recording, you just kind of like cringe. Yeah. And I was worried that that was going to be like my feeling all throughout listening. Yeah. But like immediately it was just like listening to like a group of friends or listening yeah. to like, uh, like it was like experiencing something that's like in a time capsule yeah. and like just enjoying it. And like, even if like, you know, I hope that this might go somewhere, mm -hmm. but like, even if it doesn't, like I have like a recording of like, my experience with like two yeah. of my really close friends and that's like so amazing oh my and god totally i know this my eyes so are gushy <laughs> i know <laughs> my eyes are getting watery <laughs> it's so true it's yeah it's great it's we're capturing a moment in time yeah yeah but um yeah i can't wait to keep doing this with you guys this is the love episode. We love, <laughs> yeah. We love each other and we love all of you. We do love and all of you. you should love everyone else. Everybody love everybody. Yeah. The or else. <laughs> or else. Crush cast is coming for you. Yeah. We'll kick down We're your door. We're the love police. Yeah, we'll kick, <laughs> just kick down your door. I know you weren't loving enough. <laughs> love your damn neighbor. 
even though he puts the recycling bins out wrong. <laughs> I don't care. Oh, my neighbor just my my my. <laughs> curse this week is my neighbor. Yeah, my neighbor, but I have like a teenage neighbor who like we share a wall. Vivian. <laughs> Vivian. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, we share a wall, and he's like a really s- <laughs> he's like a really sweet kid. But he just bought like a keyboard, and like he just keeps playing like the same keys like over. What if and he over. listens to this? I that's okay because like honestly, there's something so comforting about like hearing that like faint keyboard <laughs> noise now. I can just like hear it every night, just be like. Dun, dun, you, get a, dun, dun. you get like a Phantom of an Opera situation. Yeah. Right? Oh, that's cool. Yeah, but yeah, it was just I, I find it really comforting now. I just, I think it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even annoying to me. I'm just like, yeah, look at him go. <laughs> He's yeah. doing his thing. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways. That's the end. Yeah. That was our, that was our comedy episode. Yeah. It was, it was a little lighter than past ones. Yeah. We uh, had to take a chill pill after our last episode. <laughs> well, I had to take a chill pill. <laughs> Reeling it in. Yeah. <laughs> now that I know my family's listening, I'm uh no. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm gonna go crazy. <laughs> I want Blair Unchained. <laughs> go full force. Um, but oh. yeah, thanks guys for listening to another episode. Thanks uh for yeah Everything. for 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 being our crushes. Yeah. Always. Thank you for loving us and we love you. Yeah, we love you all. We love you guys so so much. Hey guys, uh, it says here your compatibility with CrushCast is 100%. So please like and subscribe wherever you listen. Our music is by the band Eyeballs. You can find them on Instagram and Bandcamp as Eyeballs Music. And uh, if you want to get in touch with us, uh, we're at CrushCastPod at gmail.com or CrushCastPod on Instagram. Love you. Bye-bye.